Hi everyone and welcome to the Life Day Live podcast. I am the host Nina Bogart. In this podcast we talk about the passions that drive us and motivate us. In this episode I have a conversation with Camille Gillec who is passionate about textile and print and pattern design. Hi Camille, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing good, thank you. So thank you for joining me on this episode. So like I said in the introduction, we're going to talk about your passion for textile design and also print and pattern design. Before we start, I think it would be nice to tell a little bit about how we know each other. You're going to tell us a little bit more about your background, but basically we met, I think it was in 2013, when we both lived in Michigan in the US. And I remember at that time that I already considered you as an artist and you were already doing art. I remember that you used to draw and also paint. So I'm really excited that we're going to talk a little bit more about art today and specifically textile design. But before, do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself? So where you're from, how old you are, and yeah. Sure. My name is Camille. Uh, I'm from Detroit, Michigan, and I go to school here in Detroit at the College of Creative Studies. I major in textile design and I minor in fashion accessories design. Okay, nice. And so I was talking about how when we met, we were approximately 13 years old and you were already passionate about art. Could you tell us a little bit more about when your passion started and do you remember how old you were when you first started drawing? Because at the beginning, if I'm not wrong, you weren't specifically doing textile design. You were more like liking art in general, no? Yeah, I kind of fell into textile design, but initially I would do a lot of drawing like with ink and a lot of uh, painting, like watercolor, things like that. And sometimes I like to mix them together, which I do like to implement in my work now. But um, initially it was just a passion for drawing. I don't really know when it started, but it did. So I don't know. (laughs) And do you remember how it started? Like, did you have a type of inspiration? Was there someone in your family who was already interested about art? Or was there an artist that you liked? Do you remember being inspired? Yeah, it was definitely with my sister who would draw even before I did. So I would just watch her draw and I'd be like mesmerized by what she was doing. And it just gave me the motivation to draw myself. And when people would ask me, oh, how are you so good at drawing? Like, I would just tell them, oh, it's because I've been watching my sister draw. Okay, that's nice. So at the beginning, then you started and it was more for fun. When did you realize that you wanted to pursue a career in art? So I'm guessing in high school, you know, it's the time where students have to think about what they want to do in the future, if they want to go to college or not. Do you remember your thinking process during this period? And did you already know when you were in high school that you wanted to go to art school? In high school, yes. Initially, I didn't want to go into an art school. But then in high school, I realized that it really was what I wanted to do. Except I didn't know which direction to take it in because I knew that I liked drawing, but I didn't know that I wanted to do textile design at all at first I talked to an advisor um and she recommended that I do like fashion illustration because I didn't really want to do like like regular illustration because I thought that um I wouldn't like find a solid career in that field um just because I didn't think I was good enough 
So she recommended that I do something with illustration because I do like drawing. Uh, so I ended up minoring in fashion accessories design, then switching to textile design after realizing that it wasn't 100% what I wanted to do. Okay, could you tell us a little bit more maybe about that time period when you switched majors? Because I could imagine that a lot of people were or are maybe right now in your situation and that it's not easy, you know, to choose which major you're going to which major you're going to specialize in because at the end then you might think that it's your entire future and if you mess up then you can't go back, you know? I mean, I know that for me like when going when I went to university even though it wasn't art, I still had that struggle of thinking about my specialization and what I was going to choose. So could you tell us a little bit about how challenging it was for you and what you would recommend to someone in that position right now? Yeah, um, for me, it was really challenging. I felt lost because I wasn't a major where um, it was very hands-on, a lot of making things like, because it's fashion accessory design, it's like making bags and making shoes, making other accessories out of leather. And I really liked the making aspect of it, but I wanted to work with more than just leather and like different materials. So I kept fashion accessories design as my minor and then switched to textile design to be able to work with different materials and different methods. And I think that was a good choice to keep it as my minor so that I didn't waste the first year that I took in fashion accessories. And I recommend to others to not be scared to change majors if you feel like it's what you need to do because the sooner you do it the sooner you can catch up with everyone else and 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 who started off in that major and even if your two majors don't really like work hand in hand like the one that you started with and the one that you're going into i maybe suggest that you keep the initial one as a minor so you don't waste the credits that you did and and maybe eventually it'll help you unless you absolutely hate it I don't know this it's just just a suggestion and you talked about switching majors did you have a moment where you wanted to completely change um, school so like stop art and go into something completely different or that didn't really happen It kind of happened at the point where I wanted to switch schools. I wanted to go somewhere in Europe because I felt like the program wasn't good enough. And although it's really good, I felt like I wasn't learning enough for what I wanted to do because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. At one point, I thought that I wanted to do fashion design, which I wasn't really doing in either major that I have experienced. So I wanted to switch to like Central St. Martin's, but then that school is like, so hard to get into and um at that point you have to be the best of the best so I just like s stayed back and then thought about it and I was like I was like you know I, I'm happy where I'm at so mm -hmm. okay so it's, I understand that at some point it was a challenge for you to know which major you wanted to choose and in which school you wanted to be did you also fear for your future I mean fear is a big word but what I mean is I think a lot of people in their life think about their future and what job they're going to get and where their school might take them where their work might take them did you have this reflection of thinking about what your major what your major was going to lead you to uh yeah when I was uh thinking about changing schools it was a very frantic time in my life so I was also thinking about am I gonna find a good career in whatever major I end up being in and all that. With textile design, after switching into this major, 
I realized I was like, wait, I don't really want to do freelance and I don't know what else I could do with this. So then I got scared. But after doing more research, I realized that there's plenty of things you can do with textile design, including working for a company. Okay. And also color materials. So you did have that moment where you kind of thought about what type of job you want to do, because of course, with your major, you can do a variety of jobs. And for you, it was important to know which path you were going to choose. So you talk about freelance or working for a company. How, how did you know you wanted to work for a company maybe instead of going freelance? I think that I wanted to work for a company either in textile design or color materials design because I like having a direction with my work. And it's harder for me to just motivate myself to do all the work like without any direction whatsoever mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah and I think in this conversation we're also talking about you know pressure and wanting to achieve the best I know that when I was in high school I took art um, it was part of my curriculum and although I really liked it I realized that it was a lot of pressure it was different for me to do artworks um, at home than to do them in school or for like a deadline, like to have certain deadlines related to art because I felt that I had to be creative all the time and it was a lot of pressure and also because I had deadlines. So I had to hand in artworks when it was required for me to hand in artworks. And I remember that for me, like sometimes it was way more difficult to do a piece of artwork for school compared to spending two hours on a math problem you know so I know that at some point in my life I was thinking about you know going more in the direction of like art for my future career but then I felt like you know what it's going to be too much pressure and I don't have the skills to do that <laughs> did you have <laughs> also that kind of experience or what would you say maybe to people that want to do art school but are not sure about it and what was your experience or what is still your experience with art school? Mm -hmm. I think that if people are wanting to go into art, but not sure about it, I think they should do it because it is worth it. If it's something you like doing, it's better than sticking yourself in a job that uh, you're going to hate doing for the rest of your life. Either way with, uh, with art school, they put everyone in a foundations program in your first year. I think they do this at really any school that you go to or art school in particular. They put you in a foundations program. Everyone's skill level is like evened out more or less. And even if there are people that are better than you, that shouldn't be scary because if you just work hard, like that's how art comes. It's just work and like practice makes perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Thank you for uh, the advice. And I'm sure it can be helpful to some people who don't know if they want to go into art school or not. Now to go back to textile design and be a little bit more specific, what do you like about textile design? So it's quite of a simple question, but if you could tell us more about why textile design, what would you say? I like textile design because there's so many different things you can do. If you like working with your hands, if you like working with colors and like dyeing things, if you like, I don't know, basically there's just a lot of things you can do, like weaving, you can do screen printing, you can do print and pattern design, you can make rugs, you can 
you know, the list goes on. So that and realize that there's plenty of things you can do with this major. Mm -hmm. So that leads me, I guess, to my next question of asking you, what do you want to do in the future? Do you already have some jobs in mind? Because I know you're already doing some internships. So what would be your goal? Where do you want to work in maybe the next 10 years? The dream, the dream is Ikea. However, I because I, I really enjoy doing print and pattern design. So I, I would I would like to have my patterns in like really any like furniture store or even like clothing brand, just I really enjoy doing print and pattern design. And I'd also, I know I said I was scared of doing freelance, but I now am confident in my work and realized that um, if I were to have like an online store where I sell the rugs I make, then then that would be pretty nice. I think that would be, that would be a satisfactory thing for me. Yeah, nice. It's nice to have uh, projects. And we didn't talk too much about your art vision and how you like to perform art or the meaning of your artworks. So what would you say is maybe your art vision? I don't know if it's the right word to use, but do you focus more on the aesthetics or on the meanings behind your artworks or do you not really care about that? Do you like to plan your artworks or do you like to go more with the flow like when you when you make artworks what's your thinking process mm -hmm. uh, I usually start out by making a mood board so I have like an idea in mind and then I go on Pinterest and I go on Google and I find images that inspire me in the direction of the piece in particular that I want to make and then I take aspects of that mood board and then throw it all together I guess But um, the theme of my work tends to revolve around surrealism and with focus on dreams, such as like dream science, like the brain stuff that happens when you dream, and um, also dream symbolism, which I find very interesting and intriguing. Dreams do give you an insight on your day-to-day -day life. Okay, great. And how do you find inspiration? Because I feel like... I don't know if you could say that, but your life kind of resolves around art in the sense that, you know, it's part of like your studies are to make artworks. And in the future, you want to continue and make prints and um, textile like prints. So how difficult is it to always have inspiration and always have creativity? And what do you do to have inspiration? Do you is it sometimes also a challenge for you? Uh, yes, I don't always have creativity. It comes in waves, I think. I tend to get a lot of my inspiration from my dreams them themselves and dreams of others when they tell me them and like the thoughts that, I, that come into my head when they tell me them. I get a lot of creativity when I'm about to fall asleep, actually. So like I'm laying in bed and um, all the ideas are flowing in my head because it's like that moment when you're still awake, but like half asleep. And I always have to force myself out of that and like mark it down, like draw out a little sketch of what was in my head and then I can go to bed. But that's been happening more and more often, which uh, I'm very happy about because the creativity is, is flowing. It's, it's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a really nice way to find inspiration. And I think it's really interesting to hear you talk about that however i could guess that then you don't have any control basically because you don't decide when you're gonna have dreams what your dreams are gonna be so you kind of like 
have to have faith in your dreams and you kind of have to yeah. see where they take you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I'll get things from dreams that are like ideas from dreams that really don't make any sense and don't look very nice. So it, I guess, I mean, you dream every night. So every, every day you get a, a new shot at it, even though sometimes it is true that I don't remember my dreams at all. I'll have periods of time where I don't remember. So that might be like a little creative drought moment, but I always start remembering them again at some point. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Okay, great. Thank you. It's very interesting to hear more about your inspirations. Of course, now we are in a complicated time with the coronavirus situation. How did it affect your creativity? Because we talked about creativity a little bit before. I'm guessing that now you don't have access to the studios in your art school or do you still have access? How did it impact your creativity and your ability to even perform or make art? Yeah, I still have some access to the studios at school. It's just that the classes are no longer in the studios. So that is, it, it was initially kind of um, not so good for my creativity because with other people working around you, it's more inspiring, it's more motivating. But I do enjoy working at home now. So that's that's pretty nice because I, I, I like working on my own. I like making art on my own. And I, ma I managed to bring um, my materials from the studio to my apartment. So I've been able to work as much as I would, uh, maybe even more since I'm living with my materials than um, if I were to be going in the studios again. It's quite interesting because I had the impression that maybe it would have been more difficult because I thought that you would not have your materials, but you're actually saying that now your materials are home. So it's even more like parts of your daily life, I guess, since you see your material like 24-7. Um, yeah, but there's no like break between work and home, you know, since your work is at your home, there's no like, okay, I'm done for the day, I'm gonna go home now. It's just, you can stop whenever you want, you can stop right before going to bed and then just go to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And now that you're in art school, of course, we talked about it, but you have to create art for, you know, your school, if that makes sense. Do you still have a distinction between the art you create for your classes and the art you create like for yourself outside of school? Or is it kind of mixed now? Is it important for you to make a distinction between the, the two? It's definitely kind of a mix now because I really enjoy my theme of surrealism and dreams. The art that I do on my own on the side tends to stick with that theme as well. So kind of all blends together which I, I think is kind of cool yeah it's nice and then it means that it's really something you're passionate about and that you would yes. do no matter what yeah. yes and is there somewhere where people could go check out your artworks and your textile prints yeah I have a ton of work on my website which is camilletextiles.com and I also have some work on my Instagram which is also camilletextiles Okay, great. So then people can go check out your Instagram to have an idea of the style of work that you do, even though we talked about it a little bit already. In one sentence, we talked about surrealism and dreams. How would you describe your artwork? Kind of like the concluding sentence. I like to think that my art 
although surreal, is whimsical and creates a sense of peace with the viewer. Maybe it doesn't do that to the fullest extent, but I I, I like to think that it does. Great. So the only way to know is for people to go check it out, I guess. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much. It was a very nice episode. And I myself didn't know a lot about textile design, so it's interesting to hear what you have to say. Um, and I hope that it's also inspiring to the people who were listening. So thank you very much, Camille, for joining. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. This is the podcast, The Life They Live, and I'm the host, Nina, signing off. <laughs>